Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that have caught our attention. <laughs> On today's pod, we're jam-packed. We're yeah, jam-packed. look, normally we've got a list of like three or four. Uh, today we've got a list of six, so it might run over the usual ten minutes. I don't care, but Robbie's a bit of a Nazi when it comes to time, so he's a productivity king. We're just trying to make sure that everyone gets their information, gets their hump well, day headlines. Well, it's hump day headlines and... We've got a lot to get through, don't we? Do you want to? Do you want to kick it off? Maybe we won't. Do we give them a rundown beforehand? Oh, we were wasting time because you're come rambling, on. Let's huh? just go. It's right, thirty no. seconds in. Give them the rundown. All right, dickhead. today we're going to go through Domino's cracking a hundred million dollars of half yearly profit as uh, the world turns to pizza to comfort them during COVID. I reckon if someone took a bite of my skin, it would taste like salami or Hawaiian pizza. I reckon I've consumed that much since uh, lockdown. I've had I've had a lot of pizza. I, I agree. I do love pizza. You what's your what's your pizza? Uh, look down Torquay. If you ever down Torquay, there's a couple of places you can hit up. If you want a nice little wood fire, hit up El Mato. I know that you and Em love that. You're a bit fancy, but uh, if you're looking for something dirty and get the fingers nice and greasy, I, I suggest Dobros. It's not bad. I like Dobros too. Dobros. There's different good. types of pizza. El Mato's got the. Um, They've got the wood fire, a bit of It's like they don't really cook the ingredients much, too. They just pop it in for a couple of minutes. and it's When just... they're busy, sometimes it comes out and it's almost still cold. You know? like, <laughs> what's the point of having a wood fire if you're not even going to cook it, huh? It felt like that. Anyway, let's talk tasty. about the article. So the article's on uh, from an AFR article. Domino's interim profit cracks $100 million mark as pizza sales soar. Uh, Sue Mitchell with some uh, hitting stuff there, senior reporter at the Financial Review. It's uh, just funny that amid strong global demand for home-delivered pizza, I cannot tell you how many pizzas I've ordered during... I, I would hate to go back and look over how many times I've that had should, pizza. That should be an app. Domino should have that on the app. Track your orders, you pig. Oh, there is track your orders, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, but, but like pig emoji <laughs> should come up three times in a week. <laughs> Is that, you reckon they're going to call their customers pigs? Oh, I would like to be... Like, KFC, I like the way they do it, because they're just like, what's that song? I don't care, I love it. And yeah. they're just eating from buckets. Yeah. When are we eating from buckets? They they make they treat us like pigs, and I kind of love it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Tribe Influencer Platform with uh, Jules Lunds just raised another 5.5 million bucks to uh, continue their expansion into the US. So they've done a pre-IPO raise. I was reading this article, looking at it and going... It's something that we talk about a lot is around um, influencer marketing, the content game, uh, linking up brands with the right sort of people. The model seems right, but what, what are your thoughts like? I don't know. To be honest, I haven't looked too much into it. I don't know too much about Tribe or anything like that. But if Gabby and Heezy are on board um, from the catch of the day and, and scoop on and everything fucking else, um, then they must be onto something good. Um, for, I don't know. Outside looking in, does look a bit transactional, I suppose. I don't, I don't know if... We can say that, but I don't know. Like, it's just, it's a hard thing with the influencer stuff and I'm seeing it all over the different platforms and I feel like, I don't know, it's just changed a lot since it first sort of started. So it, it'd be interesting to see what they do, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where they take Tribe, the, like their, their platform, because like you mentioned, the transactional nature of like how influencer marketing started and they were used as billboards and people would send them shit, they'd do a post and you'd pay to post or whatever it would be. And people see through that now. And that I, I feel like brands who are really trying to build authentic, meaningful connections, like like we have, we've thought about it heaps about how should we incorporate influence marketing to what we're doing here, mm. but we haven't wanted to go down that path for one sort of reason is because it's not, we we don't want to partner with people that don't fit our brand 
and mm. we don't want it to be transaction transactional and come off gimmicky. Yeah, it just sort of has to naturally fit. So I suppose that's what they they'd be looking for with with their work. I suppose they'd be matching up people, but how they grade them is is totally a different story. But it is a hard thing to do, and I, I think um, yeah, to really the, the ones who are doing it really well are the ones where you don't even notice. I think. A hundred percent. But you talk about the the one art, the one fuck. What I'm, what I'm trying to say, the one uh, quote that came out of this: "We're in the space of content and social media, so the themes of the business are underst- understandable to many types of investors." So, it, it's good to see how much people are really catching on, and content is a viable business model. It's crazy. Like we just we just recorded a podcast this morning with Slush Puppy, and we were talking about content, and he's he's big over on Twitch. So shout out to old Sam from Tassie, Slush Puppy. He's a nice dude, but the importance of content is the awareness game. You're looking at all these big companies and big brands now um, dialing into different types of content and, and getting a bit creative there. So I feel like it's the wild, wild west at the moment and you can really capitalize on your creative brain. So uh, it's like exciting it. times, isn't it? Mate, get your article out. Big Oh, Big Bad Billy Morrison. Um, he wanted a, a shout out. He listens to snacks all the time. Big Papa, Papa Bear Morrison. He's a nice dude. On your bill. On yeah. your bill. He Thanks sent- for sending through an article, mate, because it's, it's a good one too. Thanks, yeah. Thanks for doing a bit of research for us. You're the first person to send us in something that uh, you wanted um, to be spoken about. It's so- opened up a can of worms too. If you have articles that you'd like us to give us re- our reactions to, yeah. send them through. Send them through. We'd love that. We'd we hate doing research, so that'd be good. But Billy sent through an article, man has two guesses to unlock Bitcoin worth 240 mil. So uh, I think there was 10 cracks at, um, yeah, it's just loading up now. Uh, you have 10 cracks at this code and this bloke, um, this programmer named Stefan Thomas, uh, forgotten the password eight times. So um, he put it up for grabs. Like there's ex-Facebook security head Alex Stamos has offered to help crack the code for a 10% cut. So People are people are um, hovering like sharks around bait, aren't they? There, but anyway, got it done in um, in two goes. So there you go. So you unlocked two hundred and forty million bucks worth of Bitcoin. Imagine, yeah. imagine having a bank account worth two hundred and forty million you couldn't access because you forgot the password. I'll be freaking the fuck out, like because your whole lifestyle just sinks, doesn't it? Because you're just like, I thought this and it's not this. All of a sudden, it's like I'll, I'll, I won't be ordering my wood fire pizza. I'll, <laughs> I'll be going to Dobro's. You know, I'll be going to it's yeah. It's either Ilmato or Dobro's. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's a good one. I love seeing that. I love those type of stories. Thanks for sending that one through, Bill. Oh, I love him, Morrison. All right, let's start talking about what's on the uh, agenda coming up for us. We've got. I'll tell you what, we've got three things left to talk about today, and there's and they're, they're all, all thing, good. They're all things to keep an eye out for. So if you're not doing anything tonight. 8 o'clock, Australian Eastern Standard Time. We're talking to Sarah Hannon, uh, who's one of the co-founders of Naked Vice. So that'll be on Instagram Live tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's just more of a chilled catch-up. I think we're going to have a couple of drinks and just see what she's been doing. But um, amidst all the chaos that's been the last sort of six months, it'd be good to, to see where she's she's at and, and what's happening with the business and uh, with Jesse and the team down there. So, yeah, we're chatting with her at 8 o'clock tonight. I'm rocking her beanie now. You're rocking it. You'll be rocking it all day. I reckon we rock it for the live. Actually, we got a fucking one-star review, actually. And, uh, for our they matching don't like, beanies. For our matching beanies. So, I reckon we might wear the matching Naked Vice ones tonight. And I, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. We're brand whores, too. So, we, we love that. All right. And then tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, for those with iOS and have iPhones uh, and have Clubhouse... Come check out our chat with Sean Ellis, the godfather of growth hacking. Uh, he's responsible for the rapid growth behind Dropbox, Eventbrite, 
Oh, fuck, I forget there was a couple of Heaps others. other ones. Yeah, heaps of other Yeah, good, good save. Heaps of other ones, yeah. Um, but that'll be tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Uh, our time, Australian Eastern Standard. And yeah. I think it's Wednesday for him, so we're in the future. We're in the future for him. So if you do want to know a bit more about Sean, uh, his book, Hacking Growth, is probably one of my all-time favorites. Uh, like, if you want to nerd out and really, like, get in the deep well, If you're about, a founder and you don't know what growth hacking is or not really interested, I don't know. You get interested. You've got to check this shit out. Um and if not, what scroll, is growth hacking? Scroll back. It's, it's growth hacking is about you running experiments to understand. It's about obviously it's about growth, mm. but what, the way that he terms it's around you run activities of your business based around the things that are going to give you growth. You run experiments to test and validate ideas, and once you find something that works, it's around doubling down on that and really pushing things out. So how he built Dropbox was that they found out that there was um, the way that they, similar to what we're talking about with Clubhouse, is referrals was their 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 thing that they found um, really, really helped. So was we'll the, talk about that, 100%. Yeah, because they, they went, well, I'd love for, to get his thoughts on Clubhouse's referral yeah, program. Because Sean goes full nerd and he writes growth hacking equations. So he tries to figure out what are the variables that lead to growth for your business? What are the key drivers? And then it's about running ideas to test how you move the needle. Oh, so The California cruiser. I can't wait to chat with him. He liked the, my, he commented on me, my surfing photo oh, the other so day. I knew as soon as he commented on your photo, my favorite author just commented on a photo of me surfing. And he loved that's it too. How, huh? That's how you said it too. I did say hey, it like We'll that. see if we can record it too. So for those who don't have iOS, um, we might be able to record it yeah, and we'll, then we'll, whack it up as yeah, a pod. We'll screw, yeah, we'll do that. Do you reckon? Yeah. We'll, we'll let him know beforehand because no, we'll I think it's a bit it. frowned upon. <laughs> I don't know. No, we'll just do it. Tell him, hey, mate, we're ripping the audio. Yeah, true. We're growth hacking. We're, sure. gro- we're growth hacking, sure. All right, and then tomorrow, who else? We re- we got a pod we're dropping tomorrow. Oh, mate, we've been big fans of this brand since they started, really. Um, Barney Cools, I'm sure you've heard of them before, an Australian poolside Etiquette. Edi- yeah, etiquette. That's their sort of that's their sort of vibe. But yeah, Nat Torman, the founder of Barney Cools, we've got jumping on the pod tomorrow. So that'll be released six AM uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time on all your favourite podcast platforms. But man, that was fucking sick. I can't believe the story. Don't ruin it, Rob, but because I know you like getting into it, but mm. his story was so different than a lot of others. It sort of was it was surprising hearing how they've grown the brand, how they I guess utilize their network of relationships to kick off Barney Cools, uh, really, really worth a listen. I don't want to ruin it for people because obviously that's what I do. But, no, um, you don't do it, but you just you get that excited about the chat. You just yeah, drop these oh. little breadcrumbs, don't you? Well, seriously, if you're interested, <laughs> like, we've had a couple of people on now in the in the fact that we've obviously got um, Sarah coming on from Naked Vice, one of the OG friends of the pod is um, Liam Scanlon from Eat Your Water, but they've really like they've launched it from them like by themselves DIY, mm. really kicked this off, and this is sort of a bit of a different story and. Um, I think lots of people who are interested in that sort of fashion element or want to get a product off the ground, this this conversation is really worthwhile. Oh, I like it. Well, stay hey, tuned. And we're way over time, so I've got to go. We're a minute over time. We're very sorry. Take it easy.